Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning we continue the series we kicked off last week. I asked who we are, I said who we are. Today we're going to explore what we do. And if you remember from last week, we looked through 1 Corinthians and Paul's words to the Corinthian church, those who gathered there. And then we, we gave you a challenge or an assignment as you, as you left. Do you remember what it was? You see, I was going to challenge you to learn this phrase. So how many of you have it memorized? Well, don't worry, because I know some of you wouldn't. I know a lot of you probably do. Um, and you worked on it diligently. It was exciting. And, and so just because there's a few of you that maybe don't remember, I have it on the screen for you here. All right, but let's, let's read this together. So in the, last week, we talked about this. We are... Wait, wait. Could you change that real quick? Because that says it should be we are, not we area. <laughs> And then probably elsewhere it says the same thing, so that'd be great. Thanks for doing that. The magic of being able to do this in technology. I tell you a joke, but no, I don't have any jokes. All right, thanks. Let's try this again. We are a gathering of people striving to act like a family committed to serving in love. So and who are we? We're this gathering of people, people from... A lot of us from Nebraska, but you know, for all parts of the world, we have people that are here in person, people that join us online. So it's part of this new hybrid kind of worship that we have as we gather here. We are people who are living in this kind of what we call post-COVID pandemic time, a post-church time, you know, when the culture around us has changed a lot. And we are people who are striving to be like a family. Now, again, families aren't all perfect, and this family isn't all perfect, but we're committed to each other. We're committed to being a family that gathers together and to serving one another in love. So what do we do? Well, this is what we do. So we gather. We gather. And so I, see, I got stuff up here. Like you're probably wondering, what are you going to do with this? Is he going to drink it? Is he going to call someone up here to drink it? Any volunteers? You just got volunteered by your son. You saw that, didn't you, Jake? He's like, Dad's going to go out there. So, you know, we gather, and I brought a towel just in case. In case it... Because, you know, that's how things go sometimes. So we gather. And as we, we gather, why do we gather? Well, we gather, one, because God calls us to gather together. But part of gathering together is just like we, we did as we opened up our worship. We gather to gather our voices together, to sing songs of praise to our God, to celebrate God's grace and love. You know, scientifically, you know, it, as we sing together, we really start getting in sync with each other. Our voices do. And so there's this collection of voices. And the great thing is this collection of voices here, you know, in God's ears, is gathered with a collection of voices throughout the world and throughout time. Or the voices of those who are already in heaven. We gather, we sing, we celebrate for who God is. We gather to receive the gifts that God offers us here in worship. You know, we talk about baptism. We talk here about the Lord's Supper, the sacraments, communion, the gift that he gives here. And of course, we're going to spend time right now, we're going, to, we're going to spend time hearing of God's word. We're going to deepen, you know, understanding who God is through his word as we gather together. 
As we gather, we also have this, this time of kind of faith networking that happens. This kind of relational networking. That's one of the, the advantages, you know, the real reasons we have donuts and coffee. Is that maybe you'll stay a little bit and you kind of make connections. I mean, it, it's great when you have a chance to see people that you know and see how they're doing. And maybe pray with someone or chat with someone. And we build these faith networking experiences. Because, you know, you can be a, a Christian all by yourself. You could be a Husker fan all by yourself. But there's something about, like, when you watch a game, you know, whether you're in front of a TV or whether you're, you know, maybe at a sports bar or whether you're, you know, at the stadium, there's something about gathering together, isn't there? You know, because when, the, when there's a touchdown, you know, you can go all by yourself and go, touchdown. Now, now say it with me. Ready? Touchdown. See, I mean, wow, it's just so much more when we gather together. And we celebrate God. And we're there for one another as we gather. As we gather, we also gather and we grow. So we grow. It got green because green is like grow color. Don't make a mess. Now anybody want to drink? I don't know. You know, we gather and we grow. we grow. How do we grow? Well, you can think about growing in a number of ways. You can think about growing just like, you know, we, we watch a child grow. You know, for those of you who've had children, you know, you remember when you first take your child to like the pediatrician and there's these kind of these markers that you know, your child is in this percentage tile as far as like how big they are, you know, are, are, they, are they crawling yet, you know, how are they pulling themselves up, are they starting to walk, you know, are they, are they starting to talk? You know, these things that we look for. And so part of what we do, too, is we create opportunities so that we are growing in our faith. God's desire for us is not that we just stay little infants in our faith, but that we continue to grow and mature in our faith. Another way you can think about that is like, you know, like an exercise program, you know, or a weight loss program. Just, let's say fitness program. That's probably a better way. A little muscle and a little losing some weight and just being heart pumping and all that stuff. You know, does it work for you to be fitter if you simply sit on the couch? I mean, it might be kind of nice if it did, but it doesn't work that way. I mean, we, you got to move, you know, and, and so the same thing, you know, we can live and breathe, you know, our faith, but we're going to be fitter in our faith. You know, we're going to engage God's word. That's part of what we do here as we gather. But there's also the opportunities to grow, you know, like, like going to the Bible study on Romans that, that Dale is leading. And, and we're working towards, you know, down the road here, you know, reuniting our small groups. And those opportunities to gather in smaller groups and to grow together. We grow because God desires to see us grow in our faith. So we gather you know, we, we grow, and then, do you know what the last one is? We go. See, you guys got this. It was on the screen, too. We gather, we grow, and we go. So, you know, we gather, we grow, and we go. And I think this is how the church functions, a lot like this, is that, um, here we go. Lava lamp. It is Alka-Seltzer. Someone asked what it is. Yeah. 
plop, plop, fizz, fizz, if you're old enough. Um, <laughs> secret is baby oil, water with food coloring, and Alka-Seltzer. You know, I think when we look at gather, grow, and go, a lot of times we look at it like this, this linear line. First, like, like going to first base. First we gather, and then we grow, and then we're going to finally go, right? And, and, and the go, that's us serving in love, serving one another in love, and serving our community in love. But really, it, it all kind of happens. All three of these are, are not just this linear path that we're on, but, you know, when we gather, we are growing. And sometimes we're growing, you know, before maybe we, we gather as a group. Or sometimes we're going even though we haven't been growing as much. Oh, it died already. Let's do this again. <laughs> Where'd that go? As long as it didn't, like, explode or something like that. That would be exciting for it to explode, Tim. Thanks. That would be a mess that, that I would have to clean up. <laughs> so let's put this all together now. Who are we and what do we do? Next slide. We are, say this with me, we are gathering a people, striving to act like a family, committed to serving in love, so we gather, grow, and go. In a lot of ways, well, that got really fizzy. Now anybody want to drink it? <laughs> you know, and as we gather, grow, and go, again, it's not this linear path, but it really is kind of like the lava lamp when it was working. You know, that, that things are just jumbling around. There, there's energy here. There is movement here. You know, we, we, are, we are, you know, like that lava lamp moving around together. There's things that are happening. Because we are alive, we are alive because God's Spirit is here. God's Spirit is in us. God's Spirit is working through His Word, working through His gifts, and working in us and through us. So let's take a quick look at the text. And I think really what we'll find is that in Acts, you know, there's not this linear path. We'll see how it is that they gather and they growed, growed, growed? How they grew and how they went, how they go. All right, let's take a look here. Verse 42, read this with me. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So what's going on here? I mean, first, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. That's to, to the word of God. And, and they're also gathered together. They're having fellowship. So they are doing this relational networking as they connect to each other. And they're breaking bread. They're, they're sharing with another. They're sharing and they're in prayer with one another. Next verse. Let's read it together. Everyone was filled with awe of the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. So the, the sense of awe that they have. Some translations say fear. I think awe is, captures better of what's going on here. I mean, they, they are amazed at what God is doing in their presence. There's a sense of even as we gather here, we are amazed at what God is doing. What God is doing here in this little place in Northwest Lincoln. As they look to see how God is working in them and through them. But now, do you see already, maybe there's just not this linear path, that there is a gathering and a 
growing, and we're going to see that growing happening here in just a few moments. Next slide. We read together. All believers kept meeting together, and they shared everything with each other. So again, they're meeting together. They're gathering together. One of the great things of, of the other church, and this is here in Acts, and then, you know, of course, Paul writes as the church, you know, the gathering of Jesus' followers grew in other communities, is that they became a diverse gathering of people that would meet together. They were breaking social norms as people in different social status, you know, said, I believe in who Jesus says he is. I believe that this Jesus was truly God's son, that he's the savior of the world, that he died on the cross, rose again on the third day. So I know that I am forgiven, that my life is changed today and forever. And then, of course, they shared everything they had. They saw they were committed to each other. Think about what we said again. That we are what? We are a gathering of people striving to be like a what? A family. A family often, not always, but, but often, you know, strives to do what? To care for one another. So they saw needs that others had, and so they were sharing and building their resources. They were committed to serving in what? In love. I mean, they didn't do this to earn God's love. They already had God's love. They did this because they experienced God's love, and God's love was shaping them as individuals, as families, as a community. Our next verse. From time to time, they sold their property and other possessions and distributed the money to anyone who needed it. So again, following up this other verse is that they, they took what they had and they made sure that anyone who had needs was cared for. They were committed to serving one another in love. And we talk about serving, we talk about going. I mean, sometimes, again, we think about going means we've got to pack our bags and be like Chelsea and, you know, move to the Czech Republic or somewhere else in the world. That, that going means, you know, we, we, we have to go far, far away to be a professional missionary. But going is as we live life. I mean, when they were interacting with people outside of this gathering of people, they were just living their lives. And people were seeing things that were happening. That commitment they had to one another. Our next verse. The believers had a single purpose and went to the temple every day. They were joyful and humble as they ate each other's homes and shared their food. I missed a word there. You probably didn't hear me say that. I said they ate each other's homes. <laughs> Gingerbread homes, I guess. So the believers had a single purpose, and that's really what we're talking about here. You know, who we are, what we do, and next week, why we do it, is that we have this single purpose, that we are striving to be like a family committed to serving and love. So we gather, grow, and go. So they get together, and they celebrate. They have food with each other, which we're going to do in what? Two weeks, we're going to get together and have some food. Or think about a month ago. You know, uh, we had this gathering to celebrate our 30 years of being a gathering of people. That was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. We gathered. We had food together. There's something about, you know, eating food. There's something about having a donut or a cup of coffee, you know, after worship, before worship. And they were joyful and they were humble. And so, again, you know, we sense that joy as we're singing together this morning. All right, next verse. We read together. At the same time, they praised God, and they had the goodwill of all the people. Every day, the Lord saved people, and they were to their group. So if all this is happening, 
They praised God. Their focus while they gathered together really was on who God is and who God had created them to be in Jesus. On how God has created us to be in Jesus. And they had the goodwill of the people, which meant that they were known, this gathering of Jesus' followers, that they were known for the love that they shared. They were known for the love they shared not only with each other, but for the love they shared into the community, the people that they interacted with every day. You think about, you know, the song, which comes from Scripture, you know, they will know we are Christians by our what? By our love. That love is, is so powerful. That love has shaped our lives. That love guarantees us that all of our sins are forgiven. That love assures us that what Jesus did on the cross, that out of love he did that for us, that that love ensures that we are forgiven, that God is with us, and so he gathered us together to live in and to celebrate that love and to share that love. And every day, the Lord saved people. What I like about here, too, is we, we talk sometimes about, you know, how we're going to grow the church. Ultimately, it's the Lord that grows the church. God is the one that saves people and adds to the numbers. Now, that doesn't happen if we sit like a bump on the log. I mean, if you're like, again, like a fitness program, if you're just sitting in the pew or just sitting in the chair, nothing happens. One of the biggest, greatest things we can do as a community, uh, as a family, you know, of, of believers, as brothers and sisters in Christ, is to love each other and to carry that love out into the world. So let's, again, bring this all together here. My thing died. I brought more alcohol for somewhere, but I don't know where I stuck them at. See, they can do this, and we'll do this and say this again. There we go. Kind of. Careful. Sorry, turn off the light. There we go. Gentle. All right, well, the lava lamp is kind of going. Let's say this again. We are a gathering of people, striving to act like a family, committed to serving in love. So we gather, grow, and go. All right, so I, again, I like to give you challenges, something to take home, maybe think on, work on, contemplate, put into practice in your life. So here's the challenge I'm going to give you. It's work on memorizing this. So it's really simple. You can take out your phone like this, move it to the camera. I got a zoom. There's a screen back there. Of course, hopefully I know it already. Um, I challenge you to do that. As we again talk about, you know, who we are and what we do, and then next week we're going to get into why we do what we do and why we are who we are. Let's say it one more time. We are a gathering of people striving to act like a family, committed to serving in love, so we gather, grow, and go. Before I knock that off, I'll move that out of the way. All right, well, let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, for the gift of your amazing love for us in your son, Jesus Christ. And we pray, Lord, that as we would gather, grow, and go, that you would help us always, gathered in your name, growing in your love and sharing your love with each other 
and with our community and world. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time.